0: Touchdown from James Conner, one of his three on the week. Trevin uh, Conner is running back eleven on the year with 132 and a half points and PPR scoring 40 points in this game, almost a third of his production on the year. Uh, the third best performance in a week for a running back so far this season. Both of the other, other two in the top three occurred in week two when Derrick Henry had almost 48 points against the Seahawks and Aaron Jones had that huge Monday night game with four touchdowns against the Lions. Connor finished with 173 yards scrimmage yards in this one, including two touchdowns on the ground and one through the air on five receptions. Do you see this coming from James Connor this week or this season in general, Trevin?
1: Yeah, I actually did see it coming this week, so I traded for him before this game in all my leagues, and I won all the leagues, so good job by me.
0: No wonder we have so many listeners.
1: (laughs) No, I uh, did not. Of course, uh, Chase Edmonds went down. Looks like he might be down for a while, so if James Conner keeps up this uh, as a lead guy, uh, he could keep putting up some big points.
0: Yeah, if he keeps scoring touchdowns. The impressive thing to me in this one was no Kyler Murray no deandre hopkins they still took the san francisco 49ers out behind the woodshed beat them pretty easily with colt mccoy and james connor leading the way and not a lot of other threats on that offense other than christian kirk and rondell moore in this one and kirk had a decent game rondell moore didn't do a ton but yeah james connor looked dominant and this this cardinals team looks like they might be for real
1: yeah for sure um we also talked about the Shine kind of wearing off a of Shanahan a couple weeks ago, and it's not looking any better because, like you said, with the, how empty, how light the Cardinals were for weapons they had this week, and they still laid it to the Niners.
0: Yeah. So, on the other hand, we got uh, the Cardinals head coach, who is... Cliff, Cliff for real? Cliff? <laughs> Cliff? <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, <laughs> for real?
1: I was kind of down on him to start the year, and even... When they started undefeated, I didn't think he was helping the cause a whole lot. I thought it was mostly Kyler. Kind of, uh, I didn't think Cliff was helping Kyler a lot, but he looks pretty good if he can win with Colt McCoy and just blow the doors off to 49ers. It's got to be something going on with the coach.
0: (laughs) No kidding. Uh, Impressive win for the Cardinals this week. They keep it rolling. Uh, We'll stick with our James Conner theme here for our stat of the week, Trevin. Conner has 11 touchdowns on the year, which leads the league. Of course, those 11 touchdowns with 66 fantasy points, or almost half of his total points for this year. We're at the midway point of the year. Do you think there's any way he gets to 22 touchdowns this season?
1: (laughs) I'd have to say no, but
0: if he does (laughs) get,
1: he's been so efficient scoring them now, if he does get some volume, maybe he can keep the pace going just with more touches.
0: Yeah. Alex Johnson wants to know what's going on with
1: the coach in Vegas uh not a great performance from the coach last game <laughs> we need turn into a raiders podcast but it is the best rushing game they've had this season and the uh, best game by far for jacobs he's averaging six yards to carry i think they're averaging six yards as a team and they went to red zone six times scored one touchdown and attempted four field goals and had one turnover so really blue game they should have won there but there's a lot of stuff going on with the Raiders, so couldn't expect too much this week i don't think
0: absolutely uh it was a weird week
1: he's never been sorry to (laughs) to ask about the coach but he's been okay coach for a guy that's never had coaching experience he's kind of kept the ship going the right direction
0: Trevor interrupted me that means yeah take a drink
1: (laughs) that's to the fans or to me
0: anytime you interrupt me to get one more statement in before we move on to the next segment you gotta take a drink i was finishing
1: our loyal listeners question
0: <laughs> yeah, provide maximum value to the people, always, aren't you?
1: Yes, that's the goal. <laughs>
0: uh, a weird week in general in the NFL, though, Trevin. And we will hop into the main event where we'll talk about that a little more.
1: And now for our main event.
0: All right. For tonight's main event, Trevin, you put together a list of surprising players would you call them or surprising performances from this week
1: yeah um to me it was a lot of guys that just aren't even rostered on most and if they are rostered that you're not starting a lot of guys who finish the top 10 at some different positions this week um i thought with my own leagues kind of across the board scoring was down that was just because the big name guys really didn't put up very many points and had a lot of guys that aren't in lineup scoring points but Specifically, Josh Johnson for the Jets. Um, And he turns out any Jets quarterback that's not Zach Wilson is doing pretty well. Uh, Josh Johnson, who's been kind of a career uh, bouncing around the league guy, um, started back in 2008. It's got to be a record for how many teams he's been a roster of because that list is insane since then. (laughs) But he put up 25 fantasy points for the Jets on uh, Thursday night and finished his QB4.
0: Pretty impressive performance from him, Trevin. Uh, unfortunately, it does sound like he's going to go back to the bench this week. I think they said Mike White's probably starting. So it'd be interesting to see him get another shot. Uh, you mentioned how long Josh Johnson's been around, how much he's bounced around. Uh, he played well in this game. He threw for career high in both yards and touchdowns. 317 yards and three touchdown passes uh, in the final 18 minutes. Uh, his first touchdown throw since 2018, so congrats to Josh on getting some PT here and making the most of it.
1: That's that 13-year bump we always hear about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gotta didn't watch get out fifth, for that.
1: did get fifth-round draft capital back in
0: 2008,
1: so... <laughs> Was that Gruden? Was Gruden? It was for the Buccaneers, I think, that he went to, didn't he? I don't know how long he uh, yes, was Yes, he was.
0: He <laughs> was drafted by the Buccaneers and played there through 2011, it looks like.
1: Yeah. So, uh, But I think the news from the Jets was actually Mike White will be starting in the future. It sounds like even if Zach Wilson's healthy, they're going to stick with Mike White for now. What do you make of that? I wouldn't feel great about it (laughs) if I was a Zach Wilson guy. It's not something you want to hear, even if you're a Jets fan. You think they actually stick to that? It'd be tough to say it. I mean, I think he's going to have a pretty short leash, but it uh, sounds like even if Zach Wilson's healthy, they're going to stay with it.
0: Where did you read that? Because I have not heard
1: that. (sighs) I got to do the research. I'm not the research guy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, sounds like you're just making stuff up over there.
1: I can do that. There's no laws against that.
0: <laughs> just talked about providing maximum value to the listeners, and now <laughs> you're just telling them that Josh, that
1: uh, Mike White's going to
0: take their boy's job. Zach Wilson, yeah. relegated to the bench.
1: Listen, I'm going to say a lot of stuff, and uh, it's up to the <laughs> listeners to sort out what they want to trust. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's real what's fake nobody knows <laughs> no uh,
1: i'm just a guy with a microphone i'll find it and i'll tell you
0: okay you find it and tell us uh i don't think there's a lot of actionable advice as it pertains to josh johnson it was a nice week a fun story but them going back to the bench at least for this week yeah uh, if not for longer as trevin <laughs> looks us up we'll uh have I'm on to i'm case <laughs> He'll find it by the end of the episode, I promise. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, but just for some guys that had some bummer weeks, too. We had Mahomes finished as quarterback twenty two, 22. Uh, Joe Burrow was 23. Uh, our poor Danny Dimes was 25. I know we expect more from him. <laughs> <laughs> and I Fan can't even favorite. find where Josh Allen was uh, quarterback 20. So kind of a flip-flop week for every position, but quarterbacks, too.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm starting to... Wonder if Mahomes even gets it figured out this season at all? It's getting rough out there.
1: Boy, some of these games, you'd think this would be the one, and it's just not working so far.
0: And they're showing like clips during the game where he's, you know, holding onto the ball and taking these shots downfield, and meanwhile, Kelsey's open underneath, and he just <laughs> waving his arms around and he won't even find him with the ball. So, seems like he's just trying to go for the home run every play, and it's not ter- working out at all. I mean, they're back to five and four after this win over the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know if that m- makes them start to feel a little less pressure and they can get back to normal. But we'll see. It'll be interesting. Did you find your Raiders, stupid Raiders fake will take story care of yet? this
1: week? So this isn't fake. This is Connor Hughes, who is a covers the Jets for the Athletic. He says, Salah says the number one goal is to win and put players in the locker room in a position to do so. Based off of today's press conference, I would say that if Mike White plays well against the Bills, Mike White will continue to start. (laughs) So, you're right. It wasn't just the coach saying that, but this was a reporter. I didn't just make stuff up.
0: (laughs) It's somewhere in between (laughs) what you portrayed it as originally and (laughs) not true at all. Yep. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think there's we got no way down.
0: there's no way zach wilson isn't playing if he comes back healthy I'm i don't know out there the speed riders think... out of his gourd
1: no I, i'm agreeing with him <laughs>
0: You're i think just it's gonna... kind of an
1: excuse to say he's still hurt let's well, not he's i mean it's just not working out right now you can just say he's still hurt and keep him on the sideline for a little longer
0: but what's the benefit of that
1: not to show how bad he is. <laughs> not to expose him. <laughs> he's not going to learn by just standing on the sideline. Maybe. He needs to do something else. He's not learning by going out there and throwing five interceptions every game.
0: It was, he's going to learn from NFL legend Mike White how to pl- properly play the, <laughs> the
1: NFL. Maybe. You know, <laughs> Mike White obviously knows more. <laughs>
0: I'm not saying he killed or anything for Mike White, but it's not like an Alex Smith, Patrick Boehm situation or a Favre Rogers situation or something like that. I don't know. I don't believe it, but we'll see, I guess. All right, who's next on your list here? You got another Jed, it looks like.
1: Yeah, so uh, Elijah Moore was... uh, Sorry, switched over to wide receivers now, but Elijah Moore finished as wide receiver one. Um, Other kind of odd names we had in the top ten was Devontae Smith, wide receiver two. You want to go ahead with this name?
0: <laughs> what, Olamide Zaccheaus?
1: Yep, wide receiver four. Uh, Darnell Mooney was <laughs> wide receiver five. a hard one. And Malik Turner was wide receiver eight. So, had some different ones in the top ten, but Elijah Moore, he uh, finally had his breakout game and had a huge week last week.
0: Yeah, he did. It was good to see. Uh, I guess he just needs to play with the backup quarterbacks, but... He's been doing well, 6 for 67 last week, uh, 7 for 84 with a couple of touchdowns this week. Uh, He's starting to show out, and I think this is the point in the season uh, where we start to see these rookies kind of get the hang of it if they're not (laughs) Jamar Chase caliber and start to get on the field a little more and uh, if they show us whether they have what it takes to succeed at the NFL level. and so. For him and for Devontae Smith, who you also mentioned, it's good to see them start to have a little bit of a breakout game, even with subpar quarterback play, and I think that that bodes well as we kind of look at, you know, going forward, who's going to be the hits and who are going to be the misses from this 2021 draft class, Trevin.
1: Yeah, and with uh, Corey Davis out, and it sounds like he's probably still going to be out, uh, Elijah Moore stepped right in and he's showing what he can do.
0: Yeah, I think Davis may be expected back this week, so it'll be interesting to Is see it- if that makes a difference for both Mike White, uh, NFL legend, and for <laughs> Elijah Moore in this offense. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'll let me verify that. So, yeah, uh, but
1: uh, Devontae Smith, he turns out he's still a good receiver uh, after we've seen Alabama the last couple of years. It wasn't just a fluke going on there. And there's been some clips around on Twitter that he just really knows what he's doing. Knows really how to control his body and uh, position to win the catch points.
0: Yeah. I love the clip that came out this week of one of the other receivers using one of those massage guns on his, uh, I think he had like a strain or something on his hamstring and Devontae smith was telling him not to do that because you're just going to irritate it and make it hurt worse and instead you just need to stretch it out or whatever and the guy's <laughs> like oh you really know your stuff huh? and he's like well i i went to or i majored in exercise science i know a little bit or something like that <laughs> i didn't see that <laughs> it's a pretty good clip you should go check it out but yeah uh, Corey davis indicated wednesday that his hip is feeling better and that he went quote full throttle in his return to practice so that sounds promising hopefully they get him back and Mike White can put up another four hundred yard passing game this week, Trevin.
1: When's the last uh, time you went full throttle on anything?
0: <laughs> he did or I did. Yeah, when's the last time you went full throttle on anything? <laughs> Probably beer Olympics when I dominated. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's when true. We played we played beer pong together and I made nine out of ten cups
1: and you made yeah, one. You were full throttle then. <laughs> Good thing you're in wearing those stretchy pants. <laughs>
0: uh on these other guys uh, i think darnell mooney has been having a kind of a breakout year here too trevin yeah Uh, he is a wide receiver 45 on a per game basis only 11.3 points but i mean he's only had two touchdowns on the year and you look at his target share uh he's got the number 16 target share among receivers over 25 percent. he's getting a lot of work in this offense they just don't haven't passed the ball a ton they're only thrown at 26 pass plays per game, which is 32nd in the league. But out of those 26 pass plays, he's getting six, seven, eight, nine targets a game. So he's getting the opportunity and obviously this offense hasn't been performing at a very high level, but he is the seems to be the number one receiver in this offense <laughs> overtaking Allen Robinson, much to my surprise. And I think the surprise of a lot of fantasy players this year, Trevin.
1: Yeah. And just to go along with that, it sounds like Allen Robinson has a hamstring issue, um, it sounds a little serious. He suffered it last game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he misses a couple weeks and with, so Mooney is a guy I'd target. And then I would also go and target Cole Komet if he's on a, um, just a free to pick up on waivers and a redraft or cheap to get on a dynasty one for the rest of the year, because these might be the two top targets. If Alan Robinson hasn't been doing great anyway. And if he's got an injury going forward. Um, The Bears look like they might have a decent offense uh, the way they showed the second half of last game, so might be a couple guys to jump on going forward. Take a flyer on them.
0: Yeah, I'm still not a believer in their offense as long as Nagy's there, but at least it's looking better than it was, which is encouraging, I I will say. Uh, They did get David Montgomery back as well, so that helps also. But yeah, looking at this list, Trevin, I think Moore Smith and Darnell Mooney are the clear ones that you can actually probably count or hope for consistent production from going forward at a good level where you'll actually be able to feel comfortable putting them in your lineup. You mentioned alamade Zaccheaus and Malik Turner. I think those two guys just kinda had <laughs> flute games where they <laughs> got a couple of touchdowns and ended up in the top ten. Uh Prescott threw two touchdown passes to Malik Turner in the final five minutes of that embarrassing <laughs> loss they had to the Broncos. So they're just garbage time like uh you know him getting that opportunity and then same thing kind of with Illinay Zacchaeus. Uh, he had a couple of touchdowns, but again, like he only had three catches in the game for fifty eight yards. Two of them just happened to be touchdowns. So I'm not a believer in either of those guys, not in any meaningful way
1: going forward. What do you think? No, I'm uh Zacchaeus I would give a little more credence to. Hey, he with uh Ridley maybe being out for who knows how long. Maybe Zacchaeus is that third. Well, I mean, you can't even put Patterson there, maybe a third or fourth receiving option. Maybe going forward, he's maybe right there with Russell Gage. So you got a chance there. Um, Malik Turner, that was his first catches of the year. He had five catches the last game, and two of them happened to be touchdowns. And he's probably going to be the fifth or sixth option still at the Cowboys. So I wouldn't expect more those again from him.
0: Yeah, it, there's, I'd be shocked if he repeated that at any point <laughs> this year. But yeah, like you look at the Atlanta target distribution in this game without uh, without Calvin Ridley. They had Cordell Patterson with six, Russell Gage with eight, Kyle Pitts with seven, and then Zaccheaus and Hayden Hurst each had three. So pretty clear clear cut top three there as far as the passing game goes in that offense drone. Yep. All right. And then you had one other guy you put on your list here.
1: Yeah, uh, so tight end one was Friar Moot this week, who really had a big game for the Steelers, and they, it was a the guy they're looking for, especially in the red zone. So uh, he hasn't had a huge year, they have been targeting him a little bit, but going forward, I would definitely see what he would cost if he's a guy that they keep looking to in the red zone. That's kind of what you want in your tight end after those first two or three guys, you just need to get some touchdown luck.
0: Yeah, he's got four touchdowns on the year, including two in this game, uh, which is great to see. Uh, he's been a top-10 tight end each of the past three weeks, uh, number one this week, number three last week, and number 10 the week before. So he's starting to turn on. He's getting six, seven, and seven targets in those games, so that's good to see. Uh, not a lot of yardage, which not a huge surprise, given he's a tight end, 58 yards, 44 yards, and 43 yards in, in this game. So, I, I mean... I think for this season, he's just like a lot of those other guys in the 5-10 to 10 range. He's just a touchdown-dependent tight end, where if it, they get that touchdown, it's great. And if they get two like this, you're really sad, but if not, it's just kind of eh. Uh, a lot of people, though, in Diocese, Trevor are getting pretty high on him. What do you think about yeah.
1: that? I don't know. I, I mean, he's definitely been productive, but he just didn't really have the athletic profile you'd want for somebody to get big yardage games like we're talking about um but he definitely he knows what he's doing and with juju out and chase claypool is kind of banged up they're kind of running out of guys to throw to there and he might be a good option for the rest of the year and dynasty it's definitely i don't know i'd have him in the top 15 but that's not saying a lot for a tight end <laughs> dynasty
0: yeah i think he's probably in that 10 to 12 range for me i know some people are pushing him up there in that five six seven range that's too high for me i think i still prefer guys like fam goddard over and Gasicki, who's having a really good year over him uh so i have a hard time getting him into the top 10 but i i do like him i think he's a complete tight end uh you know pitts was obviously the big receiving tight end this season i think frymouth is never going to be that but he can be a serviceable option um so i'm probably not buying at current prices but if you got him in your second or early third round of your rookie draft i think you gotta feel pretty good about that at this point yeah, yeah. I think we're on the same page. It'd be interesting to see if they get to replace Big Bad next year cuz that'll obviously have an impact on the value of all those options on that offense and including Friarmouth.
1: Yeah. It's just going to be <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to value any of these Steelers guys going forward cuz they just they <laughs> nobody else really does the offense they're doing with every pass is 5 yards or short. Pat A usually takes one strike downfield but <laughs> These guys just really rack up the catches because everything's so short with Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson and Fryar in the red zone. Yeah,
0: I mean, the closest thing, and I haven't looked into the stats on this to confirm it, but it feels like maybe the Patriots and the Dolphins would be the closest as far as sticking to those short passes and not pushing a lot downfield, but those are both teams with young quarterbacks who yeah. <laughs> maybe just have less <laughs> trust from the coaching staff than Ben has, and Ben just has a noodle arm at this point. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else on these? This weird week, Trevor. Uh,
1: that's all I got for this weird week. I didn't like it. My teams are been pretty strong. I got some big name guys, so a week like this where it's all these random names scoring it doesn't help my team. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah, because they're all so good, huh? Yeah, I only got the big horses. <laughs> 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 uh Huh.
0: <laughs> you want to tell the people your record in all your leagues?
1: No, undefeated until this
0: week. <laughs> until this week, <laughs> you can only hear them here, folks. <laughs> Should we do our pick to click? Let's do it. All right. So, as always, here for our pick to click competition, we are picking someone from the main slate who will score fifteen plus points and cost five thousand or less on DraftKings uh, last week brent went with alberto who i thought was a really good pick and was probably gonna hit because brent has the golden horseshoe uh, but he did not he only got six and a half points trevin you went with a tight end also hunter henry who did a little better but didn't get double digits he had 9.9 and i had jerry judy who just slid in there at five thousand dollars who had 12.9 points so i continue to come tantalizingly close to scoring on these things but come up just short so no points for any of us last week brent still has a six to one lead over you and me uh this season this week brent is going with another bronco in javante williams who i think is probably a good pick uh javante starting to get a little more work uh in these last couple games trevin
1: yeah it, it just feels like at some point he's going to be taking over from Melvin gordon uh, Melvin gordon does also get banged up once in a while miss a couple games here and there so you think as soon as you can get to that, you know, start taking over the backfield, get 60%, 70% of the carries. It's just a matter of time.
0: Yeah, I agree. And they played the Eagles this week at home. Uh, the Eagles 25th against running backs uh, for fantasy purposes so far this season. So great opportunity for Javante. If he can steal a touchdown or two from Melvin Gordon, Brand will be in business. Uh, Trevin, you are going with another running back that I considered this week.
1: Yeah, this almost kind of feels like cheating because um, it it might just be his, <laughs> he might be the workhorse again. But I went with Dearness Johnson uh, for Cleveland. Uh, Hunt's out with an injury. Chubb tested positive for COVID. He does have the chance to come back. So this pick really hangs on if Chubb's playing or not. If he's not, of course, last time where Dearness Johnson had the backfield to himself, he had that crazy game 25 points. So We'll see. If Chubb doesn't play, I like my pick. If Chubb plays, then this pick's worth nothing.
0: <laughs> I had that exact same thought process when I was looking at him. They play at New England this week, New England 24th against running backs uh, in fantasy so far this season. So, yeah, it all comes down to whether Chubb plays or not. And for my own personal reasons, since I have him in a couple leagues, I am hoping he does. But if he doesn't, I think you have a pretty safe bet there. But It also gives me to, a,
1: a built-in 15. excuse if I don't hit, so that's good, too. <laughs>
0: if you have another goose egg
1: yeah
0: (laughs) oh man so i am going with noah fant this week uh taking a my cue from brent's pick of alberto last week in these broncos tight ends uh fant is 4300 so it'd be good for a point in our contest here they play philly who is last in the league against (laughs) tight ends this week which helps and you look at Fant's. uh Past couple games and week seven, he had 8.9 points, five, so just a touchdown and a yard short. Uh, Then week six against the Rangers, Traven, he had almost 25. So he's hit the 15 point threshold a couple times this season. And obviously, a a sexy matchup here with the Eagles, who are terrible against the tight end so far.
1: (laughs) Sexy. Why are we picking so many Broncos players in this? (laughs) because <laughs> they have a good matchup this week, I guess. Yeah, but every week we're picking Judy. <laughs> they're,
0: or... they're affordable, Trevin. We're chopping <laughs> at the dollar store here.
1: <laughs> but they're not hitting. <laughs> you had, it's blows. two weeks in a row for you with Jer- with Broncos player Jerry Judy last week and no fan this week and Brent well, or Javante Williams. I was 2.1 points short last week,
0: so tough to criticize that one too much. And You don't like Javante's chances of getting 15 here?
1: I just don't like how many Broncos players are getting picked. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can start picking Raiders players if you want.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. All right, Trevin. Question of the week. What's your go-to game day snack or meal?
1: Ooh, it's definitely hamburger cheese dip. Get that going in the morning. Get some Velveeta cheese and my uh, patented hamburger that I put some peppers in there with and get it seasoned up. Put that in the crock pot in the morning let it melt all day that's it eat it all day long
0: do you do rotel or do you do something else
1: no i do uh i've tried rotel before but i don't like it as much i just do pace uh salsa pacate
0: rotel's the way to go
1: no wrong (laughs) that was gonna be
0: one of my things i threw out there i also like buffalo wings uh and i like chili also you, you this time them? of year you make no, them, usually wings? Pick them up from somewhere oh, I easy way out making you can do either way Fire. uh yeah i like we're in november now it's starting to get a little cold out good good uh crock pot full of chili really hits the spot on a sunday too
1: are you just opening up for me to talk about my chili tonight <laughs>
0: I am a good co, a good host, so I try to tee <laughs> you up. But
1: Oh, yeah, thanks. Over-the-top really... chili I made today. Fantastic. You make a two-pound hamburger ball, put it on your smoker on top of your pot of chili. Woo! Best chili I've ever had, Levi. So where? how'd you come up with this idea? No, it wasn't my idea. My coworker told me about it a while back. So I've been itching to make it and finally had the day I could do it.
0: So you just have a giant meatball that you put on the grate above your chili bowl.
1: Yeah, if you're if you have a grill where you have a grate you can use otherwise i used a, i bought a cheap drying rack that you'd use for like cookies and i just put that above my pot of chili on a dutch oven so you can basically make your chili however you want to make it just the liquid part no meat and then you season up your hamburger ball two pound hamburger meatball and just put that on the shelf you make above it so it all drips into your chili and then when your meat's cooked through you crumble it up and put the meat in the chili so, are you doing this
0: smoking? The are you? Is this a smoke? Yeah. A smoker.
1: Yeah. It's just two hundred twenty-five degrees for three and a half hours ish.
0: Do you do indirect or do you do direct heat on this indirect.
1: puppy? Indirect. Sweet. I have trigger for it, so fantastic. If anybody's got an extra just a day where you want to cook something all day, I'd recommend it.
0: Uh, everybody take another drink because trevin you know took away the magic by explaining how i teed him up for this <laughs> session, so. well i want to hear you didn't really save much for what you make what's well, your go-to I, uh, thing to make i said i make chili uh, i got a pretty simple recipe that i use and a couple of cans throw it in there let it simmer all day uh for wings it's usually either it, if i if I get wings, it's usually, if we have a wing stop right by our house. They have pretty good wings, so go for that. They have a, a Cajun uh, season fry thing that's pretty awesome, too, so pick up I've a little rat along stop. with it. Pretty solid. They just,
1: they just got one into Lincoln. I haven't tried it yet. It's worth a try. Yeah. Might yeah. have to. So, Chili, that's what you make. If you're having some guests over to watch big game you're making chili
0: <laughs> wait you're making cheese dip yeah everybody likes cheese dip <laughs> i said i like that one too you stole
1: one of the things i was gonna say let right. me just
0: repeat what you say
1: what about a little smoky you a little smoky guy
0: not really like i'll eat them but i don't get excited about
1: it. i like those you I'm a little, yeah i'm a little smoky guy
0: what about like a taco dip or like a seven layer you know one of those no nah,
1: i don't like those Too much going on. (laughs) Too much. Yeah. Can't Can't even get everything with one chip. Yeah. You're either getting just sour cream or just beans. There's no mixture going on. What about guacamole? Uh, Not a big guac guy. Really, not a big guac guy outside of a restaurant. Turns brown like immediately. When they make it in front of you in a restaurant, then I can do it.
0: (laughs) You You can't make it for yourself, but you can either <laughs> a restaurant or they make it for I you do it for myself
1: but i just don't want it to be sitting out all day so if i'm like hanging out all day at somebody's house no thanks i'm like guacamole <laughs> turns brown like a half hour after it's made <laughs> all right well you're a brown guacamole fan that's what you're gonna tell me <laughs> no i just don't
0: understand why you why it's different at a restaurant versus if you just make it yourself but
1: because they make it right right there
0: <laughs> you make it right there at home just don't let it sit out all day. Eat it faster or make less.
1: <laughs> I never thought about that. Maybe that's. <laughs>
0: Shelly has a really good dip she makes that's like a cream cheese base with corn and rotel and ranch seasoning in it. Mm. That's a go to, also.
1: Love that one. Not a lot of corn in my dip guy mm. either. Jeez, you got a lot of rules. <laughs> oh well this is the rules this is the what you like I'm telling you what I like
0: <laughs> what uh tortilla chip do you go with
1: uh toastitos
0: just bite size regular size
1: not not the deep dish ones I hate those they the taste scoops different yeah scoops I don't like those too much what? dip to chip ratios all off if you scoop a bunch of dip and it just tastes <laughs> the chips taste different I know that for a fact. <laughs> what's your chip i like the bite uh, size though there's, there's a lot of chip integrity to them they really hold you can hold some dip with them i like the bite
0: tip. size the regular are okay but i like the bite size probably uh and then with shelly always likes to get those mission uh tortilla strips they're like long longer rectangles mm, yeah they have a giant bag of them you can get at costco for like four bucks so that's usually the standby
1: nice all right
0: any other you like burgers brats hot dogs nah,
1: i i love brats but i don't know i'm not really a grilling guy for the game i guess
0: i think if you're tailgating that's the way to go so yeah.
1: Like yeah i like love that. beer brat from tailgating because you yeah. can just grill them put them all in the beer bath with onions and stuff and they just sit there all day
0: Another awesome tailgating food, uh, breakfast burritos. If you're out there oh, like, yeah.
1: for noon kickoff, yep. get some of those puppies going. Doesn't get any better. Mini runzos, that's a good tailgating thing.
0: You're probably going to have to explain runzos to some of our listeners. Uh,
1: I don't even know what's in a runza. <laughs> it's like ground beef cabbage. and cabbage. <laughs> yeah, and cheese. That's about it, isn't it? Yeah, spices. A bunch
0: of spices. Yeah. It's, but yeah. you gotta explain like what it Should is on that they don't know Well, you're it. the
1: guy that worked at runza you <laughs> sp- explain it expert
0: you have the soft breading around the outside so it's similar to a hot pocket except with way better bread and then on the inside it's uh, ground beef and cabbage that's cooked up there with a bunch of spices and you could put cheese in there or just have a regular
1: yeah, and they're paying for this episode, actually, so thanks, Renza. <laughs> advertisement for Runza. You still haven't cut me in on the advertising money, so <laughs> thanks for that. But yeah, they do. You can buy a boatload of mini ones. So that's what we did for my diaper keg, and I think they're like a dollar each, so I think we had like 70 of them, and they're easy for a crowd because you can just grab one. You don't have to mess with a plate or putting anything together. Yeah. They're about half the size as normal.
0: Do you like pinwheels? Those little roll-up things?
1: I don't mind those. I do like to snack on a couple of those. With the pickle and the dried beef. You're yeah,
0: talking? or just, I mean, some of them are just more of a cream cheese and other stuff in there,
1: but yeah. Yeah.
0: Same concept.
1: Yeah. Do you like them?
0: Yeah, they're good. I like those. What else we got? We leaving anything out?
1: Hmm. Hmm. Orange beers.
0: I feel like a lot of people will smoke, like, pork or ribs or stuff like that. If I don't like people
1: to have over. A, yeah, yeah. If you're having people over, that's definitely the way to go. I thought we were talking about tailgating now.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <Either laughs> I don't way. like that mean mean out complicated there. tailgating. But yeah, if you're having people over, it'd be smoking a pork butt be the way to go. That is what I, I usually take that over for a super Bowl party. Bring them a pork butt. World famous.
0: Do you like pizza for your game day?
1: If it's over. okay it's kind of a give up deal though like well i guess i got pizza you don't get super excited <laughs> if they order pizza you know if somebody put some time into a pork butt you're like oh hell yeah it's fancy day
0: <laughs> oh man what do what you guys do
1: it just with your just your family watching the game what's you got any game day food you like to do that you haven't said
0: not that i haven't said yet. Hmm. i was trying to think what you take to a super bowl party too
1: yeah, that was, my, that was a big mess. I always take a pork butt on that.
0: Uh, I think ruffles and like that uh, ranch and sour cream dip. That's always good. You ever had that dip? Oh,
1: yeah. What do you got going on over there? Fancy lighting or
0: something? Yeah, professional nice. over
1: here. <laughs> huh.
0: All right. Good. I think we've beat this topic to death. You ready to wrap this up?
1: Yeah, I think so. All right, do a quick beer check. What you got? So, tonight, I've got Shiner Oktoberfest. And I also have a new sponsor. Other than Runza. Pamper Swaddlers. <laughs> you can also wrap around your mug, keep your drink cool or hot. And uh, I've recently learned how many diapers we're going to need when this kid comes. So, thanks Pampers for sponsoring the show and sending me diapers. How many are you going to need? More than we have.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many that is.
1: This is a good shiner Oktoberfest. Did you figure I out really that like you change them like 12 times a day at the beginning? I did. I've learned <laughs> I haven't learned like myself yet personally but i've been told that (laughs) yes lots to look forward to yep i got a new glarius
0: totally naked again i've reviewed this one on here before it's still really good i'll go seven four nice all right uh, this thanks for being part of the fantasy players club everybody we'll have a new episode for you next week that'll live stream on twitter youtube and facebook until then on behalf of trevin the diaper king promosta this is <laughs> levi valentine wishing you good luck in week 10 Yeah. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> You better listen up Chrome spokes With the spinners On his tire hubs
1: sucks smoke In his 40 Windows up He rolls. Was-
0: Japan. <laughs> all right anything else you want to add about diapers before we get into our after show topic here
1: no not really i just said they they contacted me and asked if they could sponsor the show and i said that'd be great send me some diapers so
0: have you calculated just, how much all those diapers are going to cost you like everyone's like 50 cents or whatever
1: no i don't know i mean we've got a lot people were very generous and gave us a lot of diapers i don't know how many we have <laughs> You got a whole closet full of them.
0: So many are using them to wrap around your beer, I guess. As <laughs> yeah,
1: that's a little bit.
0: <laughs> All right. After show question. What do you think about horoscopes?
1: Do you oh, read yours? No. They're stupid. They're very dumb. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody, if that's something you're into, whatever. It doesn't bother me. Anything. I've got some dumb beliefs as far as wearing the same shirt and shorts and stuff for game day and stuff so it's a dumb superstition
0: you're a big jinx guy (laughs) well
1: i also like just calling jinxes out for no reason so i'm also i am a jinx guy but i'm also a just be an idiot guy i guess so
0: <laughs> yeah there you go you're just an idiot
1: you can just say that on purpose sometimes i'm serious with the jinx when i say you're jinxing something but other times i just like saying it and accusing people of being a jinx so it's up so to you dumb. to decide
0: real dumb but it's kind of <laughs> like whether zach wilson's gonna play or not when he comes back it's up to you to decide
1: yeah exactly but horoscopes <laughs> no there there's nothing to them they're just made up stuff it doesn't mean nothing you're born i look will- do you February. know what your sign is? I think it's, I think it's Pisces, but yeah. it also got. I think it got close to changing when they added that one 10 years ago or whatever.
0: Yeah, so, so you're I'm born like right between February, Pisces. Pisces is February nineteenth to March twentieth. That'd be you, right?
1: Yep. See, it is close now.
0: You want to hear your horoscope for today?
1: Oh yeah! Well, here, watch out! There's a big opportunity coming. <laughs> Keep, keep nope. your eyes open or you're going to miss an opportunity and keep your friends close because you're going to need them. <laughs> I'm sure it's something like that. You're going to get some big news in your workplace, but also personal life. No, nope. I could write a stupid Wrong again. What is it?
0: if anyone needs a vacation it's you you've been working hard non-stop both physically and emotionally now while you have the chance it's time to get away if you have a travel partner to play hooky with so much the better if you don't that shouldn't stop you from going <laughs> you can bet that you'll find one there waiting for you when you arrive
1: that's so time, stupid in general <laughs> I, time for an-
0: another baby moon
1: I wish they, I wish they'd just uh, make make it more fun instead of trying to like be general and getting people in on it. Just like be super specific, and then it'd be something I'd read. You're gonna see a big blue truck, and watch out because it might hit you. Stuff like that. <laughs> Your friend Chad's about to turn on you. Be careful. <laughs> kill it. Kill him before he kills you. <laughs> Is this, uh, that's, what I from, yeah, that's what game. Yeah, that's kill I him before he kills you. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. it's
0: telling you you need another baby moon. That's what that's
1: saying. Yeah, I'll take it. What's yeah. yours?
0: I'm Mary's, which is March twenty-first, April nineteenth.
1: Die by a rock slide.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for rocks.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't Bottom expect of- it in Kansas City. That's why you need to be careful.
0: someone close to you might try to manipulate you like what's going on right now yeah but that that doesn't mean they'll get away with it or they let them get close (laughs) once they start their pitch your best bet might be to excuse yourself just after you announce that you're wise to their game that is of course provided you don't lose it when you hear the whine in their voice (laughs) try to remain calm saying no before they finish is enough to let you know you've won isn't it
1: wine like liquor or wine like complain complain oh man i just thought they were being drunk yeah
0: so i think that's what's going on here so i need to i'm wise to your game and i'm gonna go
1: oh you ain't wise in my game you're easily <laughs> manipulated
0: <laughs> you oh. can't even say manipulated i'll
1: manipulate the hell out of you if i wanted to
0: i'll manipulate the hell out of you
1: yeah you could read that horoscope every day i'd still tricky on something
0: <laughs> okay so here's the real question <laughs> What is real
1: question?
0: <laughs> what do you think about people who believe in horoscopes? Give you me your oh, raw, I,
1: unfiltered opinion of those. I kind of answered it before. That I think they are lower intelligence, <laughs> but <laughs> but that's not. I'm trying not to be like mean because I also believe in stupid things, like I was saying with my own sports superstitions. So, <laughs> like I know that wearing this shirt isn't actually going to help the Raiders, but I still wear it every weekend. So. Who's Man, the real idiot? Me you. <laughs> no. I mean, it's not any dumber than a horoscope, so I'm not really making fun of people that do it. I don't
0: believe in any of that crap. I'm not superstitious. Just a little it's all, it's all baloney. Yep, exactly.
1: You wouldn't, if you happen to be wearing a shirt, your nope. Husker basketball is going on a run.
0: Nope. You wouldn't put anything into that. Nope. Not even if, if I was playing in the games, I wouldn't <laughs> even believe in that. Like, if I could actually impact the outcome, which I wouldn't, you could not impact the Raiders' outcome at all sitting on your couch watching it in Nebraska. But even if I was on the team and that happened, I would still wouldn't think twice about it.
1: Like, if you are drinking a beer and it's uh, Coors Light and the Huskers score three touchdowns in a row, you're not going to think maybe you're drinking Coors Light again next week? No. Huh. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it's the dumbest thing i've ever heard i mean i know it's not affecting it but it does make me feel a little bit better that maybe i do have some say in what's going on here and i'm helping the team
0: <laughs> so dumb do you believe in <laughs> things like mediums or no. palm readers no. any of that stuff
1: no i don't actually believe i'm affecting the outcome of the game it just makes me feel a little bit better like i maybe i am
0: so it's your fault that all your teams suck forever
1: yeah yeah That is a conclusion. (laughs) That's a conclusion you could draw. Wearing the same shirt every week is for sure not helping the Huskers this year. I can tell you that.
0: It it could actually be the reason they keep losing. Yeah. It's all your fault. We're all going to show up in your house and confiscate that shirt and burn it. If you won't do it, we'll do it for you.
1: Put Scott Frost in it first and then burn it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> he's joking he's joking <laughs> and if you're gonna see somebody it's just him It ain't me.
1: no it's uh the show what's uh <laughs> i can't believe you don't do anything that you think could change the game or that you're up in the game when no. you're watching it
0: why that has no impact you even admit it why would i think that why would i care
1: it doesn't like make you feel a little better no. like a little more comfortable
0: what makes me feel better is knowing that there's nothing I can do about it.
1: Why do you get oh. upset then?
0: Because <laughs> I like the team and I'm just frustrated when they don't win, but I still like I'm Because you're not doing the right
1: it. thing. You're not sitting on the couch in the right spot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's that's why they didn't make that play
1: and lost. I do like to have my dog on my lap when I'm watching one of my teams. That seems to help. <laughs>
0: you say it seems to help all your teams have been terrible yeah. for a long time
1: think about if I wasn't doing my things then they'd
0: be even worse <laughs> or maybe they'd be better no
1: <laughs> no take that thought out of your mind <laughs>
0: oh man so we've talked on here need. before about aliens do you believe in ghosts?
1: no hmm. I don't believe in that at all
0: ghosts ghost or
1: nothing what about santa claus yeah i do duh who puts presents under my tree <laughs> probably the
0: your team's paying you back for sitting on the right spot on the couch
1: do you think scott frost is coming down my chimney
0: <laughs> probably to burn you and that shirt
1: <laughs> oh what an idiot
0: all right i think we've exhausted the show
1: you don't know, like anybody's caring about this anymore
0: I think, the, I think once you said you, you're Scott Frost, I <laughs> that was when we should have ended it.
1: <laughs> I'll edit that out.
0: <laughs> right, see you everybody. See ya.